Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Hello, everybody. Hello. Hi. Everybody in now? Tina Boone. I don't know why they won't. They, I can't get in while I'm using my cell phone. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, I hear you. I'm, okay, you know who this is? Yes. Who is it? You're Tina Booner. <laughs> <laughs> With the broke rib. With the broke rib, no kidding. That's the truth. Bless your little bones. She's always getting into trouble of some kind. I know it. Can't stay out of it. I know it. Uh, but uh, Dana, is uh, are you the only one? I'm here. Okay. I'm here. Oh, Ida? No, Christy. Oh, okay. How about Ida? Maybe she'll come in later. Uh I don't know about Martha. I think she got discouraged. She can't get, uh, all she can hear is that music, she said. And uh, I don't know if she's going to be coming or not. Um, Well, we're at Luke chapter 8. Luke 8. Chapter 8? Uh-huh. Okay. That's what I've got. Is that what you got, girls? Yes. Okay. Well, I don't know. I've been missing some, so I don't know. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, let's just go ahead and start, and we'll... Maybe somebody else will come in. I thought Jan was coming. Uh, she, she didn't say she wasn't. All right, well, let's pray. Dear Father, we come and just want to tell you that we're glad that we're able to do this and to look at your word and to read and fellowship with our sisters in Christ. Thank you for reading as you Thank you, Lord, that we can communicate in this way and that the story will be forever told a time and time, Lord, your word will go forth over these airways and in our hearts. Thank you, Lord, for the privilege of just uh, being able to do this. I pray a blessing, Lord, on this as your word goes forth. Holy Ghost of God, just just put it in our hearts and in our our minds, all these words and the message that you have for us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Okay, chapter 8. And it came to pass afterwards, after he had told them all those parables and everything, uh, and he was preaching in... Uh, 
uh, in the Pharisees' house. Uh, and uh, it said, after these things, that he went throughout every city and village preaching and showing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God, and the twelve were with him. And, and certain women, which had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, out of whom went seven devils. And Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod's steward, and Susanna, and many others, which ministered unto him of their substance. So I guess those ladies are just walking along with them, right? It looks like it looks like they're just they're just following Jesus there. Uh, Ida, did you come in? Or Jan either? Okay, I'll I'll read verse four. And when much people were gathered together and were come to him out of every city, he spake by a parable. A sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and it was trodden down, and the fowls of the air devoured it. And some fell upon a rock, and as soon as it was sprung up, it withered away because it lacked moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. And others fell on good ground and sprang up and bare fruit an hundredfold. And when he had said these things, he cried, he that hath ears to hear, let him hear. And as, as his disciples asked him, saying, What might this parable be? Oh, now, we've all heard this parable. We've went over it every time we, we hit it. I guess all the Gospels record this story. But a while ago, I got to thinking as I was reading this about the Word of God, its power, and its um, viability, if you please, meaning that it has life in it. Uh, But what is the Word of God? Uh, What is the Word of God? Now you know the, the we know what the gospel is, the good news about about what Jesus Christ did. Of course, that's the central theme of the whole Bible. But I do believe that uh, I believe that the words of Scripture are still seeds. That that any time you put that you say a scripture, you memorize a scripture or whatever, and in in your own ears and in the ears of a hearer, that 
that seed is alive, and you know God said that it wouldn't it would do its work. It it wouldn't it wouldn't uh, rot away. It wouldn't uh, be useless or return to him void. And uh, I just got to thinking a while ago, we sure need to use more scripture in our talking, don't we? Yes, ma'am. I love to hear Miss Christie pray because she incorporates scripture into her prayer so much. And I know God loves that because she's saying his words right back to him and uh, it's his words and not the words that we might make up but uh, that's that's just another good reason uh, like every Sunday morning we're trying to memorize scripture in uh, uh, Brother Gary's Sunday school class the more scripture you can commit to memory, the more seed that you can spread around. You know, if you know what, what what the Bible says, and when it falls on the ears of, well, we'll have, he's going to describe these four, sometimes it won't do any good, but sometimes it will do good. And it's not up to us to... Uh, worry about the outcome. It's up to us to plant the seed. Uh, Miss Janice, I always hear you talking about the scriptures being alive. And I found a scripture today that kind of verifies that. Um, Look in 1 Peter... Chapter 1. Here's a Peter. Yeah, 1 Peter chapter 1. your souls in obeying the truth through the spirit unto unfeigned love of the brethren see that you love one another with a pure heart fervently being born again not of corruptible seed but of incorruptible by the word of God which liveth and abideth forever for all flesh is grass all the glory of man as the flower of grass. The grass withereth and the flower thereof falleth away, but the word of the Lord is alive and <laughs> endureth forever. And this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. Yes. I, I guess, you know, that's why it's so good to use tracks. A track will lay there with living seeds all in it, and it won't it won't um, it won't lose its power. It's just waiting for the right kind of soil to come along and pick it. 
we we really need to pass out tracts ever ever chance that we have scatter the seeds everywhere yeah that's good yeah. Christy. but uh hey Janice where are we at again uh chapter 8 of Luke and uh oh, okay. 11 uh, oh, no, oh where'd you just read that from oh that was in Peter was that what? Dana? Uh, no, I I forgot where we was when I went over oh. to Peter. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, chapter eight of Luke, and uh, and then Jesus Himself tells us about this again. Uh, he said uh, in verse twelve. Those by the wayside are they that hear, then cometh the devil, and taketh away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. That's, you know, first you've got to hear the word before you can ever be saved. Okay. Hello. Okay, verse, verse 13. Who's there? Yes, go ahead. Okay. They on the rock are they which, when they hear, receive the word with joy. And these have no root, which for a while believe, and in time of temptation fall away. And that which fell among thorns are they, which, when they have heard, they go forth and are choked with cares and riches and pleasures of this life, and bring no fruit to perfection. So you see what that's talking about. I do believe that that there will always, always be fruit in the life of a believer. Now, how much fruit you 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 can't say because as it said here, some a little bit, some more and some a whole bunch. But the point is that there will be fruit. In the in the life of a believer, and uh, it is not they fall in the category of those first three uh, uh, seeds thrown out, right? Yeah, is that what y'all think? Say that again. Uh, okay, so there's four different kinds of. Uh, recipients of the seed, uh, the sower throwed out, some fell here and some fell there. But only the last one bore fruit. And that's what I'm saying. I think that out of the course, that person is truly saved because he is bearing 
fruit. The the uh, the life of Christ always produces life, and uh, it uh, likeness begets likeness, you know. And uh, you you may not have much much fruit, but you will have some fruit, I believe, in your life. And uh, as, as they say, we can be fruit inspectors. We're not a judge, but you can see uh, by your life tells, you know, what what kind of person uh, that uh, this kind of person is because it's real, real, and there's a kindred spirit to uh, with other believers, you know. It's just something special that you sense when uh, you're with other believers. I just love the um, fruits of the Spirit listed in Galatians 5.25 and how it it tells us, us that against such there is no law. Yes. Yes, and right there, it gives every little hook and crook and resemblance of, you know, like love, joy, peace, gentleness. What, what's gentleness got to do with the fruit of the Spirit? Well, it has uh, goodness, faith, meekness. What has meekness got? Temperance, uh, to be tempered in all things. All these things are a uh, a sign that the Spirit of God is controlling that life. And uh, I know we are not always filled with the, all these characteristics, but for you're going to see it. You're going to see it uh, pretty often. I'd, I'd have to say. You know, you're going to catch Mama. a simmer of it. Mama. Mama. Hey. Oh, well, I've been trying to talk this whole time. Sometimes you got to push that star six more than one time. Oh, really? Yes, ma'am. Dana was saying y'all couldn't hear me. But um, so let me ask, you say that you don't think the others, the that when, um, the uh, the seed was scattered. You don't think any of them were saved except the last one? Uh, well, I, I'm going by uh, Brother J. Vernon McGee. That's, that's always what he said. And I, that makes sense to me. And, of course, I could be wrong. Well, I have a children's Bible, and I had just been reading this the other day. And uh, it really, it everything is so... And I say children's Bible, but it's by William Tyndale. So then um, I was reading while y'all was talking and you couldn't hear me. Um, But this don't sound like that. It sounds like they're saved. Like the first seed, uh, the hard path, where some seed fell, represents the hard hearts of those who hear the words of God. But then the devil comes and steals the words away and prevents people from believing and being saved. That's the first one it says. Um, 
The stony ground represents the stony ground represents those who enjoy listening to sermons, but somehow the message never gets through to them and doesn't take root and grow. They know the message is true and sort of believe for a while, but then when the hot winds of persecution blow, they lose interest. The seed among the thorns represent those who listen and believe God's words, but whose faith afterwards is choked out by worry and riches and responsibilities and pleasures of life. And so they are never able to help anyone else to believe the good news. Does that mean they wasn't saved? Well, it kind of sounds like they're wanting them to be saved, but uh, they don't have... First one. That's the first one it sounds like that, because I know a lot of people like that, um, that, you know, they they believe God's word and whose faith afterwards is choked out by worry and riches and all this other stuff, um, but they're never able to help anyone else to believe the good news. But then it says the good soil represents honest, good-hearted people. They listen to God's words and cling to them and steadily spread them to others who are who also soon believe. So I, I think the first two for sure, they didn't get saved. Maybe the third one did and for sure the fourth one did, but I don't know. Well, I don't, I don't know either, uh, but... You know, and the Bible says, he that is righteous doeth righteous. Uh, There's just, uh, but there's also just enough meanness in all of us that, you know, that comes out too. But uh, if your life is characterized by that mean spirit, well, you know, I don't have much hope that, that you're saved. But if it's just, you know, occasionally, well, uh, because we are, we are, we're not sinners, we're saints who sin, as, as Brother, Brother uh, Avery said, we're, we're, not, we're not sinners, we are saints that sin. Okay. Well, what does... Does, does uh, choked out, like they're choked out, and that means there's no life, right? Sounds like. Okay. The seed had potential, but now it don't. Uh, well, they're, they're just like a, a an old bush would grow up where you've got a stalk of corn. The stalk of corn may still be there, but it's all shriveled up and it don't bear no fruit and uh you know that's what that's why you got to weed your garden <laughs> so same uh message would apply there you know you have to get the sin out of your life and and or it'll choke out the good word hmm but that's uh, that's 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 what I say. But uh, like I say, I could be wrong. But J. Vernon McGee said that that uh, that that he thought it was just one person saved there. Well, if he said it, it's got to be right. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Uh, 
uh, or Oliver B. Green, if he said it, yeah.
So anybody want to talk about that, those scriptures? Oh. I don't get, I don't understand that. Where oh, he's either. saying uh, that he, what Ms., the, the verse Miss Christie read. Um, uh, where seven, was it? 17. No, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, eight, 18. Take heed, therefore, how you hear, for what, whosoever hath, to him shall it be given, and whosoever hath not, from him shall he be taken, even that which he seemeth to have. I think that is a, a good illustration of the talent. You know, when Jesus left, he gave all the, the money to these different ones, and the ones that used it got more. And the one hid his got took away. Yeah, okay. Okay, uh you you can read after after um uh Jan. Oh okay. Oh Jan. All right. Um okay, verse twenty two. It came to pass on a certain day that he, Jesus, went into a ship with his disciples, and he said unto them, Let us go over unto the other side of the lake. And they launched forth. But as they sailed, he fell asleep. And there came down a storm of wind on the lake, and they were filled with water and were in jeopardy. And they came to him and awoke him, saying, Master, Master, we perish. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water, and they ceased, and there was a calm. And he said unto them, Where is your faith? And they, being afraid, wondered, saying one to another, What manner of man is this? For he commanded even the wind and the water, and they obey him. <laughs> and they arrived at the country of the Gadarenes, which is over against Galilee. Uh, you know, back in verse 25, I wrote it. I wrote it out to the side where Jesus said, uh, "He said, where, where is your faith?" Uh, in other words, he was saying, "You could steal this storm too." You steal the storm. Mm-hmm. Where is your faith? Mm-hmm. But they had just thrown up their hands. That it sounded like a typhoon or something had just uh, about inundated them, and they was about to drown. And they wasn't a thing they could do about it. But Jesus rebuked them for their lack of faith, and. Uh, is that what y'all get from that? He's saying, uh, well, you know, in another place he said, if you had the faith of a grain of mustard seed, you could do all these things, you know? You know? Uh-huh. And uh, I think that's, that was a 
they felt bad about it. I I think they was just kind of flabbergasted. They 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 truly I don't believe knew. They they knew him, but they didn't know him because you know they said, "Who is this that can yeah. do these things?" <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, Miss Chrissy's turn. Oh, well, first I was going to say, you know, we forget the authority we have. Um, I was reading in a, in the hiding place about uh-huh. how the room, there was a room that a bunch of women were put into and how they were all cursing and some were complaining about it's too cold and some it's too hot. And, and uh, one of the, the um, Corrie sister said, peace, be still, you know, and then the room just started changing. Oh, and, really? Yes. Yeah, so our authority, really, we have that authority to walk into a room that's all riled up and just speak forth, you know, I, the word so that... You're right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. And, uh, you know, it's like the Lord's just amazed. You remember another place he said, when I come back to the earth, will I find faith? Will I find faith on the earth? In other words, it's getting mighty scarce. Mm-hmm. And yet, that's what it takes to please him when we exercise our faith. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think you're supposed to read 27, Miss Janice. I think so. Okay, uh, this part's another story here about this demon uh, at, at Gadara. Uh, in verse 27, they've got safely to the shore. And when he went forth to land, there met him out of the city a certain man which had devils long time and wear no clothes, neither abode in any house but in the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell down before him and with a loud voice said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of God most high? I beseech thee, torment me not. He could, for he had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man. For oftentimes it had caught him, and he was kept bound in chains and in fetters, and he broke the bands and was driven of the devil into the wilderness. And Jesus asked him, saying, What is thy name? And he said, Legion, because many devils were entered into him. And they besought him that he would not command them to go, to go out into the deep. Oh, 
I saw something here. Uh, it looks like it. Uh, I think just as soon as uh, Jesus saw that man, he uh, in another account it says that he met him and Jesus uh, uh, started delivering him. But evidently, it it uh, Jesus had to do it a second time because it said that he was, in other words, he had already told the demon to come out. But there were so many there, there was a stronghold there. And uh, he had, uh, uh, after he told him, then in verse 30, he said, well, what's your name? And uh, But he had already told him once to, to get out. But... Uh, and it seems like even with Jesus doing that, a lot of times it said that they come out with great uh, uh, destruction. It's like they're they are so entangled in that human flesh or human spirit, ever what it is, that uh, they are entrenched. And it would take uh, God to cast out a demon. Uh, because it, it, it's a hard, a hard thing. You know, even the disciples they could not cast out demons, and uh, I'm sure they had the faith that there was Jesus right there. But uh, somehow they they were not able to cast them out. Mm. Where do you get that, that it, he told him twice? Uh, it said, uh, uh, in a different account, see, there, this different account is in about four of the Gospels, and it says uh, that that uh, he had said, uh, let's see, where, where is that? Oh, in verse 29, it said, for he had committed the unclean spirit to come out of the man. He, he had already done it one time. And uh, uh, then he carries on with that, uh, asking the demon what's his name and all that. And in different different accounts, it makes it clearer there. So see... The whole time he's talking to him, he's addressing the demons and not the man. Mm. He's talking with the demons. Uh, evidently, the man has nothing to say about it. That's scary, ain't it? Yes. Glad he gives us another chance. <laughs> Or okay. don't you think it gives us another chance? Oh, where, where are we at or whose time is it? I think it's your turn on 32. Yeah, 32, Mama. Okay. And there 
was there a herd of many swine feeding on the mountain, and they, the demons, besought him that he would suffer or allow them to enter into them, the pigs, and he suffered or he allowed them. Then went the devils out of the man and entered into the swine, and the herd ran violently down a steep place into the lake and were choked. Thirty-four, Dana. When they that fed them saw what was done, they fled and went and told it in the city and in the country. And I, I, then, let, me stop, let me stop okay. right here, uh, Ida, and say this. I just saw tonight, I believe that whole place is demonic because of the way that they're, they're going to treat Jesus. And see, these people right here, they wasn't. They wasn't glad about nothing except fear took hold of them, and uh, demons fear the Lord, and uh, they they fled. It says, okay, verse thirty-five. Then they went out to see what was done, and came to Jesus and found the man out of whom the devils were departed, sitting at the feet of Jesus clothed and in his right mind and they were afraid there you go again they also which saw it told them by what means he that was possessed of the devils was healed oh then the whole multitude of the country of the gathering uh, Gadar Gadar Renez, I don't know how you say that. Roundabout besought him to depart from them, for they were filled. They were taken with great fear. Now, don't that sound kind of suspicious? Why wouldn't they, like the common people, glorify God on this behalf? Yeah. Oh, and he went up into the ship and returned back again. He, They didn't want him, so he left. That's heart-wrenching, ain't it? Mm-hmm. Do you think maybe they were mad at him for losing their sheep? I mean, their, um, their pigs? Uh, I think that's that's one thing, but I just saw that tonight about that it might be not not so much as fear about losing their sheep as uh, them them people uh, uh, just hating Jesus because there's demon they was uh, uh, filled with demons too. I don't know. Now the man out of whom the devils were departed besought him that he might be with him. But Jesus sent him away saying, Return to thine own house and show how great things God had done unto thee. And he went his way and published through 
out the whole city how great things Jesus had done unto him. That's that's that fourth sower right there. He's got the good works to to go along with it. Yes. And it came to pass that when Jesus was returned, the people gladly received him, for they were all waiting for him. And behold, there came a man named Jairus, and he was the ruler of the synagogue. And he fell down at Jesus' feet and besought him that he would come into his house. I got a question. Yeah. Aunt Janice, on verse 40, that's not talking about after the man who went and published it throughout the city, that that city welcomed Jesus, or is Jesus at another place? Yeah, he's come back uh, to this other town now. Uh, he's not. He, he uh, he's, he's, he left there, and it says he was returned. The people gladly received him. It's all waiting for him. See, remember when he said, let's get in the boat and go across the water? He left mm-hmm. all them but now he's come back to them, and they is all waiting for him. Uh, well, you know, I I was reading this the other night, and what what hit me was uh, that that whole city might have refused him or told him to get out of there. They were scared, but Jesus went over there for that one man, that one man. Yes. And I thought that was really good. Yes, absolutely. That is, that's a good point. And it reminds me of that man of Macedonia that was crying and said, come over here and help us. And uh, mm-hmm. Jesus uh, made uh, Philip go. Uh, what, wasn't, that, wasn't that who it was? Philip, the evangelist Philip, and he, he went over into Macedonia. Uh, because of that, he heard this man crying, come over here and help us. I thought it was Paul and uh, Barnabas. I think it's Paul. I think it's Philip. You you remember the Ethiopian eunuch? Uh, And he said the spirit caught Philip away, and and, uh, he went to, to that man, Macedonia. I think I'm not sure. Oh. Okay, let's see now. Where 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 are we? Forty two. Forty two. Oh, and uh, for he had only, he had one only daughter, about twelve years of age, and she lay a dying. But as he went, the people. And a woman having an issue of blood, 12 years, which had spent all her living upon physicians, neither could be healed of any. 
came behind him and touched the border of his garment, and immediately her issue of blood staunched. And Jesus said, Who touched me? When all denied, Peter and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude brought thee and pressed thee, and sayest thou who touched me? <laughs> Why am I missing that? 46. And Jesus said, Somebody has touched me, for I perceive that virtue is gone out of me. You know, I thought about this too when I was reading it. Now, she got her healing from touching his garment and and I don't understand that. Uh, uh, he felt it. He just it's like he wasn't aware of it, but but uh, it just uh, when she touched him, it just immediately she was healed, and without him doing or saying anything, oh. it's kind of strange. Yeah, her face. I think it was her face. It wasn't really his clothes, but it was her face. Yeah, that's what I think. Yep. It's kind of interesting because the Catholics used to do that now, to um, touch the clothes of the saints and Jesus also. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of um, uh, statues that were, like, displayed in the church, and so um, people just line up to just, you know, touch the the statue and the clothes of the statue. Oh my. You know, yeah. that is that is as pure of idolatry as you can get, isn't it? Yes. But I guess they have faith that you no know, they will be healed I, I think. <laughs> I'm not sure but Yeah, but they're depending on that saint, right? Mhm. Yeah. They are Virgin Mary, especially Mother Mary. Right. Oh, verse forty-seven says, "And when the woman saw that she was not hid, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared unto him before all the people." For what cause she had touched him, and how she was healed immediately. And he said unto her, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace. Hallelujah. <laughs> While he yet spake, there cometh one from the ruler of the synagogue's house saying to him, Thy daughter is dead. Trouble not the master. So when Jesus heard it, he answered him, saying, Fear not, believe only, and she shall be made whole. 
And when he came into the house, he suffered no man to go in, save Peter and James and John and the father and the mother of the maiden. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's the faith. He said, uh, just believe. Believe that I can do it. Believe it. Believe it. I'm a, what, a, what a big word that is. What a big word that is. And it carries mm-hmm. with it all the promises of God, all the acts of God in that one word believe believe that i'm i'm going to raise the dead believe on me and i'm going to give you eternal life that's um that's amazing isn't it mm-hmm. uh and when he came into the house oh wait uh 52 mm-hmm. yep uh, and all wept and bewailed her but he said weep not she's not dead but sleepeth and they laughed him to scorn knowing that she was dead and he put them all out and took her by the hand and called saying maid arise and her spirit came again, and she arose straightway, and he commanded to give her meat. And her parents were astonished, but he charged them that they should tell no man what was done. All right, we'll stop right there. Uh, but, you know, that's funny that he says... Uh, in several places don't tell anybody and a lot, I've heard a lot of people say the reasons but I don't know if anybody knows the real reason because you know he told that man that uh, that mad man there at the gathering uh, that, to go and tell everybody no 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 he he told him not to tell it didn't he no mm-hmm. he told him no no, he told him. He told him to tell it. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, told him to. Uh, yeah. Tell everybody what great God has done. But now he tells them to don't tell that he raised the dead. That's that's strange. Yeah. Was there different? Uh, Places where some of them healed and some of them raised from the dead. Uh, was that the difference in the ones he told to go and tell and the ones he told not to go and tell? Or do you I know? Think so. I don't think it's just uh, repeating. I think it's different, different uh, happenings. Well, you know, like if if I was dead and you were sick and he raised me from the dead and he healed you from your illness and he told the one that he told me, don't go tell anybody that he raised me from the dead, 
but he told you to go tell everybody that he healed you from your illness. Do you think that that was there a difference there, or did he give the same answer to all of them? Do you know what I'm trying to say? I, I think I don't. Did, did he might want them to go tell that he healed them from being sick, but he did not want them to go tell that he raised them from the dead? Is that the difference, or, or do I, you know I think, which ones? I think this difference is why he told them not to tell is that they were all laughing at him. Oh. He threw, he, he put a bunch of them out of the room when he was going to do that miracle because they were laughing at him. They didn't believe. Hmm. I don't know. Well, well where did y'all stop just now? Did you stop at a chapter or a verse or what? to chapter 9. We'll begin chapter 9 next time. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to go back on chapter 8 and see how I certainly don't understand all that. Yeah, I know. I've thought about that a lot. Oh, and while I'm thinking about it now, we won't be doing it next Thursday night. That's going to be Thanksgiving. Oh, Um, yeah. So we'll 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 catch y'all the the next one. Uh, all right. Well, uh, thank the Lord for everybody. Any prayer requests? I I have one. Brother yes. Woody's youngest son is yes. in the hospital with that fever they're having over there. Yes. Yes. The- I, on Facebook, I saw that. Oh, it was? Okay. I don't have a computer, so I don't know that. Yeah, yeah. But I wanted y'all to know that he was in the hospital and to pray for him. Right. Remember, Brother Woody's and um, Joel and Lisa. Uh, I talked to Lisa, and she said that uh, they're going to let him come home um, the day before Thanksgiving and stay uh, till that weekend, and then they've got to go back and uh, and get uh, an, another treatment. But his last treatment will be in the first part of December. Then they're going to get to to wait six weeks and see uh, where they'll evaluate everything and see if he's ready to. Uh, for the operation. They're going to operate on him? Uh, well, that's that's what they was wanting, but, you know, I guess that'll tell the story. After six weeks, they'll see, you know, what, what everything about it, what they've got to know about it. How, how, bring me up on that. I don't, I haven't heard from, about him in a while. Yeah, well, you know, I don't done. have a computer, so I don't get to keep up with all that unless they somebody tells me. 
They let what? them come home every week. And they every had week? To, uh-huh. They had to go there and uh, get treatments every day. Mm. And um, he said he's starting to feel the effects of it now. And, you oh, know, it, yeah, it's getting worse. But, uh I don't know about any of you ladies that I'm doing this with, but I am a cancer survivor, and I praise the Lord, and I pray that he is also going to be a cancer survivor. Yes, amen. Me too. Yes, amen. He's a precious I said to say he's a precious boy, but um, I think that once you get to be a grandpa, you're considered a man, huh? <laughs> really? Oh. When we moved here, he was a precious boy, and he'll always be a precious boy to me. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, let's pray. Father, we do thank you, and it's with thanksgiving that we come and that we can ask you for these that we talked about here tonight. Thank you, Lord, that you hear us. Thank you that your ear is open, that we can just call, and then that if you hear us, we have a petition. Thank you, Lord, for answered prayer. Thank you, Lord, for just that we can, what a friend we have in Jesus, that we can bring all of our our problems to you. Thank you, Lord, for answering prayer. And I thank you that uh, uh, Tina is as well as she is, Lord. Continue to bless her and Brother Woody's son and uh, Joel and Lisa. My goodness, just comfort their hearts, Lord. That's a a bad, bad happening. Lord, we love you and we thank you and praise you for your word. Thank you, Lord. Give us an appetite for your word. Just help us to desire it more than our necessary bread. Thank you, Lord. We worship you and praise you, almighty God. And it's in the name of your blessed Savior that we do pray. Amen. 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 Janice, I, I want to add yes. someone to that prayer list, and that's my daughter, Sandy. She's, she's... Yeah, yeah, how is she doing? She's not doing well, and I want you all to pray for her. She's Her heart doesn't seem to be doing what it's supposed to, and besides that, she's been being sick just about every day, throwing up. That vomiting. Don't know, don't know what's that, causing that. I think they're going to do one of those things on your stomach to see if they can find anything there. Oh, they that, don't know you what's know, making okay. her throw up like that. You yeah. Know, her name what is Sandy, you? for you ladies that don't know. I'm talking about my daughter, Sandy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dana, was you going to say something? 
Uh, no, ma'am. I was just listening. Oh, okay. All right. Well, girls, we'll see you another time. Okay. Good night. Hope everybody. you all have love, y'all. Have a good Thanksgiving, everybody. Have a good Thanksgiving. Happy yeah, yeah, y'all. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye-bye. Bye. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.